So today I'm a bit trepidatious because today's guest is a radio professional and I'm really pleased to welcome to uh, to Morley Radio Max Reinhardt, um, who is a, a Radio 3 and BBC World Service DJ. Welcome to Morley Radio, Max. It's a pleasure to be here. It's a pleasure to see this amazing studio finished and working and and to be in here. Good. It's a privilege. Good. Um just just give us a little bit of your backstory. How did you come to become a radio person? Um because I can't remember not listening to the radio. I can't remember a time of my life when the radio wasn't on and really important to me. I mean one reason that I don't like the arches is because I remember that I had to turn out my light and stop reading as soon as I heard the end music. And so... <laughs> well, strangely enough, um, yeah, strange, strange, strangely enough, one of the reasons my wife was prepared to take me on was because uh, I was I, I joined her in enjoying the Archer's Omnibus on Sunday. So, <laughs> uh, uh, so it works both ways. Yes, no, I'm not denying that. A bit like Leonard Cohen, really. <laughs> So uh, you've had a little bit of contact with Morley over 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 the last few years. Um, you you. Uh, um, uh, I used to come here in the seventies, actually, as a trade unionist because my union meetings took place here, because it was NAPFI, National Association of Teachers in Further and Higher Education, yeah. and and we met here because your principal at the time, Barry Till, yeah. was absolutely he was a communist, really. You didn't know that, did you? <laughs> I don't well, think he did. Actually, <laughs> we might we might just have to we might just have to pass on that one. But, but more recently, uh, you brought the instant orchestra to um, to uh, Morley's festival last summer, uh, which was a lot of fun for those of us taking part. Um, and uh, uh, I, I know you've invited some of our students to come into the Radio Three Lake Junction um, studio and see what's going on there. So, thank you for that. Yes, but I think that, I mean, Morley has an extraordinary history when it comes to music. Um, I mean, I suppose the way I kind of uh, interface with it mostly is through Cornelius Cardew and the Scratch Orchestra yeah. and that legacy. Um, but, you know, you you name them, they've Tippett, Holst, it's huge. I mean, there isn't another institution that isn't actually a dedicated musical institution that has that much going on and has those connections and has that long legacy in history. Indeed. So I thought you might be interested in my archive because um, if you take my archive apart, it doesn't really, you know, piece by piece, it's not particularly special. But what's special about it is that it's um, it's an eclectic collection. And so um, it works because of that eclecticism. And I was delighted to hear that you have actually done a Lucky Dip program with it because that actually suggests that that eclectic thing really does work, that what's good about it is that you don't know what you're going to find next but it's quite possibly of interest. Indeed, and we hope a lot of people will enjoy exploring um, exploring your collection and, and that we can um, 
Uh, also make a bit more of it in a more structured way as well. Uh, that means there's a lot of sorting out to be done, but it, it could be a fantastic resource, not only for uh, the the Morleyites uh, amongst us, but um, but also for the wider community as well. Tell us a bit, what's, what, what's in it? Well, um, there is a lot of what has become known at this moment in time as world music, but I wonder if it's going to still be known as world music. But let's just call it music from afar and near, Um, but music that isn't necessarily in the USA slash UK canon of Western pop, Um, and which which isn't in the classical canon of European music either. Um, So some of it's very traditional, um, some of it uh, is much more pop and dance. A lot of African music um, from all 52 countries, probably. Um, a lot of it is from the 70s and the 80s and the 90s because th- I suppose those represent my earlier dance floor years. Uh, I used to be part of a trio of DJs in Brixton, who did a thing called the Mambo Inn, which lasted about 10 years till about 97. And it did two or three nights a week, and we did the Edinburgh Festival, and it was really quite an amazing phenomenon. And um, so a lot of it dates from that time, but I didn't really stop being a regular club DJ till uh, about 2009, probably. Mm Mm-hmm. And so there's there's a lot of that music, but it's not just African music. It's also uh, music from Brazil, music from Latin America in general, um, music from further afield like Indonesia, certain amount of Japanese and Chinese music, and there is traditional music and there is pop music. Um, there's quite a lot from Korea too because. I went on the Korean musical journey and um, they keep sending me things. So how do I decide what to keep and what to take down to the British Heart Foundation shop? Can't do, you can't do Oxfam anymore, mm-hmm. can you, at the moment? One day, who knows? Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, but we're not going to go there, are we? So, um, and it's difficult to say because... I get sent far too much stuff to be able to listen to everything I get sent. I mean, particularly now, because in the last 10 years, I get sent an equal amount by download. Mm. So, I mean, I have a huge virtual collection or a huge virtual source. Um, And I guess there's a, a tremendous element of luck involved as to what's got into the archive and what hasn't. Um, definitely all the things I've ever played on the radio are in the archive. Definitely um, a certain amount of my favourites and uh, a certain amount of um, things that were given to me that may not have made it onto radio but are precious in some way. There's quite a lot of recordings of radio programmes, which some of which involve me and some of which don't. Um, I think there's the 10 programme version 
of The Road to Freedom, which is a programme I did... It sounds strange now because you don't think Radio 2 does this anymore. Maybe they will one day. But this was about um, how music played an important part in the ending of apartheid, in bringing about the end of yeah, apartheid. Yeah. Um, and uh, Hugh Masekela actually was the presenter, but I was kind of script consultant and music consultant, and so all those are there. Um, there are various bits and pieces that Charlie Gillett gave me over the years, including some of his recordings. I think one of the things to chase down is an extraordinary interview between Charlie and Fela Kuti. I won't say more than that, but it is extraordinary. So there's a challenge to go to find that in in uh, amongst your 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 crates of stuff. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So there's there's all those things. There's actually also um, a paper archive. I think there's. I was a columnist for Straight No Chaser, and Straight No Chaser is one of those '90s magazines. Um, which, in terms of design, were amazing. I mean, it makes Tank magazine look like it's not designed. Um, and and some of the writing in it, obviously my column amongst it, was well worth reading, so that's there. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of um, programmes and handbills from my years of promoting and appearing in various stages in the UK. Um, so it, it's that kind of archive as well, but it's mostly sonic. Um, so there's also a lot of sound art that I haven't mm-hmm. mentioned. There's, um, there's a lot of um, contemporary classical music um, and there's a lot of music from people who you won't have heard of and you probably never will hear of unless you listen to the music. But that is sort of the nature of doing a programme like Late Junction. You get sent a lot of music by people who listen to the programme and think, ah, well, maybe this can get played. And maybe it does. And maybe it'll get played on on Morley Radio. Well, that's what I hope. I also hope to come down from time to time and do... Well, I think you've called them soirees. Yeah. But I could do little programmes, but I could equally do a sort of event where I play things and talk about them. One of the, one of the, one of the nights of my life that I enjoyed most was being in Moscow. And I, I got asked to do something that was a cross between a seminar and a kind of dance floor gig. So there was a dance floor. But every now and then, like every three tunes I played, actually, the lights came on and everyone sat on benches and we discussed what we were listening to. Mm-hmm. And then having discussed that, the lights went off again, the dance floor came back to life and so on. And I think we did about three hours of that. There was an interpreter. And uh, I just think that's a really interesting Good. way of entertaining yeah. yourself with music. Fantastic. Well... We look forward to hopefully some of this happening at Morley in the not-too-distant future. That's what I'd like to see. Thanks so much, Max, for everything you've done to help support Morley. Um, We look forward to seeing you again. And uh, in the uh, spirit of Lucky Dip, we'll play out with something plucked from Max's archive. Well, I was lying in bed one morning trying to think of a really good reason to get up, and the phone rang, and it was Jerry, and she said... 
Hey, hi. How are you? What's going on? How's your work going? Oh, fine. You know, just waking up, but it's fine. It's going okay. How's yours? A lot of work, you know. I'm trying to make some money, too. Listen, I gotta get back to it. I uh, just thought I'd call to see how you are. I say, yeah, you know, we really should get together next week, you know, have lunch and talk. And then she says, yeah, I'll be in touch. Okay. Okay. Listen, take care. Take it easy. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye now. And I get up, and the phone rings again, and it's a man from Cleveland, and he says, Hey, hi. How are you? Listen, uh, I'm doing a performance series, and I'd like you to do something in it. You know, you can make a little money. I don't know how I feel about your work, you know. Uh, it's not really my style, kind of trite. But listen, it's just my opinion. Don't take it personally. So listen, I'll be in town next week. I gotta go now, but I'll give you a call. We'll have lunch. We can discuss a few things. I hang up, and it rings again, and I don't answer it. And I go out for a walk, and I drop in at the gallery, and they say, Hey, hi. How are you? Fine. You know, how's your work going? Okay, you know, it's just not like it was in the 60s. Those were the days. There's just no money around now. You know, survive, produce, stick it out. It's a jungle out there, so just keep working. And the phone rings, and she says, Oh, excuse me, will you? Well, hi. How are you? How's your work? Good. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, stick it out. Uh, it's not the 60s, you know. Listen, I gotta go now. Yeah, lunch would be great. Next week? Yeah, great. Very busy now, but next week would be fine. Okay, bye now. And I go to Magoo's for a bite, and I see Frank, and I go over to his table, and I say, Hey, Frank, hi, how are you? How's your work? Good. Okay, yeah, mine's okay, too. You know, I'm broke, you know, but working. Listen, I gotta go. Um, okay, listen, we should really get together. Why don't you drop by sometime? Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, listen, take care. Take it easy. I'll see ya. I'll call ya. Bye-bye. Bye now. And I go to a party, and everyone's sitting around wearing these party hats, and it's really awkward, and no one can think of anything to say. So we all move around fast. And it's, hi, how are you? Hey, listen, where have you been? Nice to see you. Sorry I didn't make your performance last week. Listen, we should really get together next week. You know, I'll call you. I'll see you. Okay, bye-bye. And I go home, and the phone rings, and it's Alan. And he says, hey, hi. Listen, I'm going to have a show on cable TV, and it's going to be about loneliness. You know, people in the city who, for whatever sociological, psychological, philosophical reasons, just can't seem to communicate. You know, the gap. The gap. Uh, you know, it'll be a talk show and people will phone in, but we will say at the beginning of each program, listen, don't call in with your personal problems, because we don't want to hear them. And I'm going to sleep, and it rings again, and it's Mary, and she says, Hey, Lori. Hi, how are you? Listen, just call to say hi, um, and don't worry, listen, just keep working. I gotta go now. I know it's late, but uh, we should really get together next week. And listen, Lori, if you want to talk... I'll leave my answering machine on and just give me a ring anytime.